Welcome back in to another episode of Hog Ball. Since last time we spoke, Hogs went one and one, beat Georgia by three at home, and lost to Tennessee by 29. <laughs> uh, so, two kind of different games. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll start with Georgia, though. Um, second time we've played them. Maybe best overall game we've played in the SEC. I know yeah. we beat AM, but we were up 20 on them at half. You feel a little bit better after that game. Yeah. Right? Well, there was that one moment we were texting in the second half where you're you're like, oh, okay. This is when Georgia yeah. comes back, takes the lead, goes up by like 10, you think. Because we were going back and forth, I think, with lead changes in the last 10 minutes. But overall, yeah, one of Arkansas's better games. It was good. Actually, it was good to see Devo back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. He actually did add a lot to our team. L. Ellis played aggressively. And, um, you know, we're not talking about Tennessee yet, but you, I, I kind of thought that this would be, okay, we're actually going to be more consistent going forward, um, you know, just off that game. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was a very good win. It was. It was a bal- balanced scoring approach. We had five guys in double figures, which was good. I don't know the last time or if that's even happened this year. Um, yeah, I mean, I think defensively we did enough. We, our offense, uh, was, was great that game, but I think Georgia was, um, very reliant on hitting those threes and I think they missed their first 11 or 12. Um, they had some open looks, but I feel like we did a pretty good job of closing out, but yeah, it was, I mean, it's Georgia. I don't think they're great, but we're not either. So it was still good to win at home and yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think. I mean, yeah, I I thought that too. After that game, you were kind of like, all right, maybe you can build on this. You got Tennessee at home. Who knows what can happen? But yep. obviously that was not the case <laughs> on Wednesday night against Tennessee. Weird game because we were, you know, we were talking about this before we went on air. Typically we get down early so much and. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite. opposite. Yeah. yeah. First half, I will say the first half, you did keep it close. But we were making some crazy shots yeah. that we don't make. L was making yeah. like catch and shoot threes. You're like, mm. yeah, Tremont, Tremont was Mark was making catch step and back shoot threes. threes. Yeah. You're yeah. like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they were just kind of scoring just to keep it close, you know? And then they were still up eight or six, I guess, at halftime. But, yeah. and then the second half, Dalton Connect just went crazy. He is, he's really good. He's really good. I, I, Hot take. I'm not sure his game translates to the next level. He reminds me of Adam Morrison, mm. height wise. Yes, he's also white. So I'm sorry, give it away. Yeah. But he, I just don't know if he's he's very athletic. I just don't know if he's athletic enough to really. Yeah. He might just have to turn into like a shooter, like a Greg or is it Doug McDermott? Yeah, is that the guy. Yeah, who's Doug, McDermott. Yeah, Doug McDermott. Yeah, yeah. just a yeah. just a catch and shoot, which and he did. And he's yeah, and he did. He career. has done that. I think uh, Dalton can do that, but he is, dude. He's filthy. Yeah. He's absolutely yeah. filthy. Yeah, I mean, looking at the, uh, it's especially when you're playing against a team like Tennessee. We were they shot 24 free throws and they made 21 of them. Um, we shot 15, so it was, uh, nine free throws. Uh, they shot nine more free throws than we did. They didn't, they didn't shoot it great from three. We didn't either. But yeah, at the end of the day, they shot 57 percent to our 38 percent. So here's the real question. Which team is older, them or North Carolina? North Carolina, dude. North Carolina has like three. Yeah, I think North Carolina has like three Viscovies. Do yeah. they? Yeah. They are, Viscovy, are, Josiah, Jordan, James have each been there six yeah. years. Oh, my God. Baycott. He's been, they've been there six years. Five, this is their fifth year. It yeah. feels like seven, a yeah. hundred years. Baycott has been there five years. 
RJ Davis has been there five years, five years. And, um, I think they have another guy that's been there. I don't know if he's been there five years, but I think he's been there four years. That's the thing. I think Tennessee might have it because Dalton Connect, I think is a fifth year transfer. Oh, that's true. Gosh, that is crazy. They're old. (laughs) And it showed too. Like they were physical. They were like, they never felt like they were going to lose the game. Like they were just always in control. Yeah. Age-wise professional basketball players. Question, question for y'all based on, um, I'll be honest. I didn't watch. I watched some of the second half. So I know you'll watch more than I did. But I look at the stat sheet and I'm a little confused why Devo played 40 minutes and Layden played nine. Well, the nine too was in the garbage trash time. time. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't even give him credit for that much. That's a good question. I went back and looked at the Georgia game too and he didn't play much against Georgia. He played, yep. I think, six minutes against Georgia. So I don't know. I My only thing there would have been my only guess is you knew Tennessee was going to score a lot of points and you play L cause maybe he can get to the basket more yeah. and yeah. blocker is not a true score. I know you love him and I love blocker too, but he's not, I, and I'm not, I think he should have played more, but that's just maybe the only thing I thought of. Maybe he, they're just, cause L did start the game with like two threes. Yeah. You're stirring the pot, man. I'm, I'm, you're you're uh, yeah. rolling me up. I'm I, not disagreeing with you. No, I'm no, just, but no, I actually agree with everything you're saying, and I think you're you're trying to speculate from Musselman's perspective, which yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, you got Devo's coming back. He's a fifth year. See, a fifth year, fourth year. He's been here yeah, for a while. Right, He's a senior years. guy. Uh, you know, you would think that L would provide for more scoring. Yeah, I just don't get it. I, I think at this point in the season, you do need to be playing for next year. Doesn't mean you try to lose. But, like, I'd want to keep Layden around. Dude was oh, yeah. a four-star, top 100, top 50 recruit, mm-hmm. maybe in the 20s. Like, borderline McDonald's All-American. And he's shown, like, that he actually is very athletic and aggressive, yeah. and he's an Arkansas kid. And you go and, well, he played early in Georgia, and then he sat for the rest of the game. Yeah. He didn't make, like, any mistake, but he got he got pulled and got sat. And then he doesn't play at all in Tennessee. Yeah. Dude, I'd be, if I'm Layden, I'm bouncing. I'm going to join my brother in Louisiana Tech. Like, that's where I'm going. Yeah. I mean, there's not... I don't think there'd be a whole... He started the Georgia game. You're right, Chase, but he only played six minutes. Yeah. This episode of Hogball is sponsored by NWA Daily. NWA Daily is a daily newsletter that curates the top stories, highlights, and events happening in and around Northwest Arkansas. With everything from the latest Razorback sporting event to the newest restaurant opening, NWA Daily helps me stay connected to the area. No joke, I literally check it every single weekday morning. So make sure you stay connected with what's happening in the area. Subscribe for free at nwadaily.com. Now, back to the show. That's crazy. This is purely speculation, but... Do you think whatever, and I don't want to like talk about all the off-court stuff, but do you think whatever Devo is going through, whatever whatever you think that is, he obviously left the team, came back. Do you think Muss is trying to like build up some confidence back? For what? I don't know. Just to be nice, just to be a nice guy. Well, just as also too, like, hey, um, I've you've been a part of my program to honor you, yeah, yeah, in the sense of like. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like Muss's personality, but maybe it doesn't seem like it. And Devo's also not doing anything on the floor. He's not guarding their best player. He's not scoring. But the reason I the reason I say that is 
it that also is not like must to play someone right. that long. So it's almost like I don't know. I have no idea. There's a whole other contributing factor we're not talking about. We have yet to even bring it out because people don't like to talk about this. NIL is a real thing. Oh yeah, yeah. He is. I would be shocked uh, to find out if like if you were to put a chart together that was like the top NIL players on Arkansas. I bet it correlates with their minutes. Do you think they have to play a certain amount of? Mm-mm. No, I don't think he has okay. to. I think it's a perception, and there's boosters. I think yeah. the two two of the possibly top three highest players on our team are not playing, or are not. I mean, Brazil, yeah, does not. He's play. hurt. Yeah, but still, like he's not playing. We're playing. Yeah, yeah. So Devo's making up for his minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the other would be what Tremont. Yeah, that's that was my third. And guess. he's yeah. so Tremont and Devo are putting. Devo played forty minutes, right? Yeah, he didn't come out. I don't think. Maybe yeah, he played 40 minutes. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, Divas are playing 40 and Mark played 28. Yeah. And I would I would imagine that that's uh, yeah, that's Layden's probably at the bottom of the NIL because he's straight out of high school. Yeah. Him and Bay fall are probably the least or Dina J. Harris. Like, Actually, we were, we were talking about at – I went to lunch on Tuesday and we were talking about this where – and this was more so relating to football, but like how do you – as a coach, um, kind of make the decision of like, let's say I'm a linebacker and I'm getting paid like a hundred thousand, but he's not performing very well. And a backup's paying like they're paying, you paying on like 20,000 or something like that. How do you rectify all the different variables yeah. in that? Like you have someone obviously that is a big sponsor of your starter, but he's not performing very well. You know, your backup comes in and, or maybe the backup comes in, plays well. And he's like, Hey, I need more. Or something yeah. like that. You know, there's a whole, just a lot of stuff that goes on with that. From what I've heard coaches say, which, you know, who knows, most of the coaches that I've heard talk about it do not know what the players are making. Okay. Okay. That's what they're but saying. But that's just utter BS. I, like, I think so on. too. I but. think for football, that's probably, I mean, partly true. But basketball, such a small roster. Basketball must knows. Dude, yeah. he treats yeah. those guys like professional athletes. Yeah. He was an NF- NBA coach. He knows exactly what they're making. Especially for like Devo. Oh, yeah. Tri- football is hard because. You're yeah, asking I mean, them to be like NFL coaches. It's that's easier to do from an from a basketball, a college basketball coach because yeah. there's less players. Right. College yeah, football, football player that case is, is like, can you put me in? Like, how much do you make again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Like, who are you actually? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm disappointed with how, obviously, how the season goes. Right. Has has been so far. I think we would all agree on that. And I'm very upset with how he's played players at this point. Yeah. We have zero chance. Like, we're not going to make well. The it's tournament. in the past, like with KK, like that you always <sighs> said. Um, that's been like something that people have noticed, but it doesn't it hasn't really mattered a whole lot because the team's winning. Well, because he know? found his core. He found his core. This yeah. year, it's more of a focus because he hasn't, and yeah. that's yeah. It feels like it's a different player every game. Yeah, and it's and but and there's no reason or rhyme to it. Like another like, yeah. thing, last night, Makai Mitchell has been incredible for three games. He played yeah. eleven minutes. Yeah, dude. It, I don't know what Mus is on. <laughs> I love Mus. We've talked about it. I'm not calling for him to leave it all. I would, yeah. Mus is awesome. But he, the way he plays players is confusing to me. This the, year, most of all, has highlighted it. It's This like, podcast we can critique, and it's not because we dislike him. So make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter and another people. point, too. I don't think he could have had no, no magic roster last night was going to win you that game. Tennessee no. was just too good. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to say that's yeah, what we're saying no, no. either. Agreed. He couldn't have done anything last night to win that game. Yeah. He just. <sighs> Again, love Mus. I feel like he doesn't, and I'm 
Oh, I'm biased. I'm an Arkansas kid. I want to see the Arkansas kids play. Like, I want to see Pena get more time. I want to see KK two years ago get a chance over these guys who were here for one year and they're gone. I'm like, you get, you have the opportunity. Like Devo, which he actually did really well his freshman year, giving these guys an opportunity to stay in state for four years, stay at the university. I love that. Yeah. I feel like he is, he's punting that away with Layden. I think, I think my frustration with this team, obviously aside from like the main stuff, is it seems like offensively, and I know, I, and again, I say this, and I know like you can only work what you have on the roster, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on with that. However, I do think there, at this point in the season, there should be, I would like to see some more like offensive game planning, I think, maybe some more set plays just to, just to see. I mean, literally r- just run something. Um, I don't know. I think I would have liked to seen that. Watching Tennessee on offense last night was so much fun. Yeah, if you watch Tennessee, and frustrating. you watch UConn. <laughs> yeah. I know they're talent like players are yeah. better us, but if you watch UConn or like Tennessee, Kansas, beautiful to watch. They're fun to watch. Yeah, but we didn't. We Mus has never really done that though. I know he hasn't, and because of the, but I feel like that's what made. Like I think that's what keeps him as a tier two coach compared to like yeah. the earlier Bill Self. I was about to say the exact same thing. There's a like, reason he hasn't won a national championship. Well, yeah, I know, and I'm not part of that. To take might be away. like no, no, I'm I'm agreeing. Like part of that might yeah. be if you look at the teams, the coaches that have made that tier one who have mm-hmm. won championships, they're good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and they they do. Yeah, and we've obviously gotten close, very close. Um, I just think that being able to um, initiate some stuff offensively, not necessarily this year, but like going forward, might might help a little bit. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it could be aside from nil because I don't know what happened there. I think it's part of the reason he could have lost. You know, Grant Nelson. Mm, you know yeah. where the Bama coach is sitting him saying, "Hey, we shoot threes and layups. That's what you do. We're going to get you involved in the offense. You're going to play the three. Where and I think Muscle is an incredible recruiter. Again, we're saying all this. We love Muscleman. Yeah, and I think he's been incredible. But I do. I could see that kid seeing those two offenses and be like, why wouldn't I want to play in that offense? Yeah. yeah. I would, I mean, as an offensive guy, I didn't like defense. I wasn't good at it. I would, school, like state schools aside, remove the names. I'd go to the team that's like, hey, we're going to sh- like chunk up threes and get to the rim. Yeah. And like, we're going to be good on defense too, but yeah, I'm there. And then the other school's like, we're just going to play defense and like offense, well, I figure it out. It's like, yeah. Well, oh. that's what Rick Barnes was forever. Kind of still is, but mm-hmm. this year he took connect and say, I'll make you good on defense, but you can score. You can score, yeah. And I think that's what makes, I don't even know, I probably wouldn't put like Rick Barnes as like a tier one, but I think making those adjustments, like watching Hurley's offense last year, I know he's he had some really great players, but I mean, Bill Self has been running also, and some of the sets have stayed the same for like fifth, however long he's been there, and he's also added new stuff like mm-hmm. over the years based on his personnel that he's had. Yeah. So... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Laden, man. <sighs> All so, that to say, we're, I don't know. Yeah. How, how good is Tennessee? Are uh, their final four good? No. No? No. Their ceiling's not. probably Elite Eight. All their losses are to teams all that will probably make yeah. the final four. The, they lost to Purdue, Kansas, North Carolina. Uh, they oh, A&M, right? Lost to A&M. Yeah. I just can't think of the last team. It had been a while. I, I have a team in mind, but the last team that had just like one elite score, 
Like the, the the team I think of is that UConn team with Kimba, but they also had other really good players. You know, the UConn think, team was Shabazz. Yeah, they had Shabazz you know what I and that, that I think big man that played in the SEC and went really far was South that South Carolina, South Carolina. team with that yeah. one Cinderius Thornwell. Yeah, yeah. Thornwell and he was wasn't a even a scorer. Though. No, he, he wasn't. Was just he was like just a, like a dog. He just, yeah. That's like I don't know, but like no, it, that's what I'm saying. It's very rare yeah. with those teams. You kind of have to have. I know it's changed, but you have to have a filthy guard, a guy who can just get yes. past his you defender someone, exactly, and can make like get the dish out or you, like get on the rim. Like you have to have an R.J. Davis type Jimmer, a Jimmer, <laughs> um, not a Jimmer, Jimmer. Yeah, you have Jimmer. to have Jimmer, like. You need to have a guard that can create his own shot. You have like, to, like Bama, actually, like yeah, Marcus like, Sears. Yeah, is yeah, that guy? Example. He can, he can do that. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Kentucky's a final. I don't. I don't think they're I, I final four. Kentucky, I do not. Think or uh, Tennessee. Sorry, I don't yeah. think Tennessee's. I don't think final Tennessee's. Four. I think Auburn is really good, but I, still, I also think they're really good at home. What's their ceiling? Elite eight. Yeah. Do we have a fi- is is Kentucky the highest ceiling if they ever learn how to play defense? I think it's Bama, but with Bama, it's just so hit or miss with them. Yeah, yeah. I could. I mean, Bama could legit lose in the first round or go to the national championship <laughs> based on how they shoot. I mean, look just at last of the year. Volume. Like they were. I think. Well, until UConn got hot, I think they would have beaten Bama. But Bama going to the tournament was by far the best team. Because they won yeah. the SEC, right? Yeah. They, and they, remember, Brandon Miller was San Diego playing. State just so shut well. them down. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, I forgot that's who but, they ran into. I mean, I guess they ended up being really good. But. Yeah. But but I would say as far as SEC basketball, we kind of need a team to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, they've been saying that, like, we're one of the top leagues. Maybe. I just don't know if we have, like, an elite. I just, I, I don't. I don't know. I think it's the same deal as last year. I think you're going to get eight. Right now, you've got Kentucky. <clears throat> you got Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama, Tennessee, and South Carolina. Those five are like locked. Mm-hmm. And then you've got AM, Florida, Ole Miss, and there's someone else I'm missing. Georgia was, but they're. they're oh, Mississippi they State, maybe. Mississippi they're State. right there. Yeah. There's like four teams that yeah. are legit, like an eight seed. Or I'm actually Ole Miss might have fallen out. They were in the last four yesterday mm. after uh, before they lost lost two nights ago or last night. Um, so you're talking about like five good teams out of fourteen, in my opinion. Yeah, I just I test man. I watched Big Twelve and I'm like, Big these 12. teams are better. Yeah. Objectively, these teams are better. Again, I test. I I don't know how much stock you can put into that. Yeah, I think we're close right there with the Big Ten. I think Big Twelve is. Way better, and I think the Big East is way better. Oh yeah, Big, Big East, East is, Big East is yeah. really good. I think Marquette, ACC is kind of weak. Yeah, they got North Carolina and did. Yeah, and Clemson. North Carolina is good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they have they no, have the good. formula. They do. You They've have got a, a, a really great good guard, guard and a re- a guy inside, and and they have experience. Issues. And they have a lot experience. Of experience. Yeah, yeah. That's my only thing with Tennessee, too, is they have they've been there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. A lot. It just but they've lost everything. Tennessee's whole thing will be who they get in the second round. Yeah. The Tennessee and Purdue are the two teams I will never until one of them actually does something, the last five, ten years, they've just all the evidence has shown that they're just gonna they're gonna lose most likely within the first or second round. They had their big win last year against Duke and then came back and lost to Florida Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Florida Atlantic. Oh, they was were awesome. good. <laughs> oh yeah. But you're right. Yeah. 
But like that was like, oh, Rick Barnes finally got his win, and then they lost yeah. to FAU. <laughs> there's also just like uh, this year. I, there's a stat I saw this past weekend, which was crazy. There have been more this year compared to like the last 15, 20 years. There are more top ten teams losing to unranked opponents than there's been in the previous like fifteen or twenty years. Is that just because there's an older there's time. older players? Like this is the last well, COVID year. Maybe partly that, but also think just with like NIL and stuff like that, and spread and, out. Yeah, lean, very lenient transfer stuff. I mean, some of these mid-major teams can get a really good guard that went yeah. to like a somewhere, didn't play, mm-hmm. gets some NIL money, and goes to like Colorado State. That guard they yeah, have is he's filthy, awesome. Well, I think that's why we saw FAU last year in the Final Four, and we saw San Diego State, yeah. in Miami, not. Truly, like historical dominant teams that are yeah. making runs, and I—that's I, to me that makes it more fun. It's, I was about oh, to say, sure. I literally was about to say, the first and second rounds are going to be so exciting. Yeah. Like those first two days, oh, it's going to go you're going to be wild. Like, there's going to be probably more 15s, more 14s. There's not—it's not a coincidence that in the last five years, two 16 seeds have beaten a one yeah. seed. Yeah, yeah. You think that you think they'll happen this year? Like, who are the one seeds right now? This is early you tournament got, talk. UConn, obviously, UConn, got, Purdue, Houston, North Carolina. Those are probably the four, yeah, probably the roughly. Four. I think four. Kansas, 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 two line. Kansas, Kansas is two. Bama's a two right now. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Uh, is they're, Tennessee they're on that two, three line? Tennessee, Tennessee on Tennessee three? Is a three. Yeah. And then you have Marquette and Arizona. Both Marquette and Arizona. Right yeah. Marquette's fourth <sighs> right now, and Arizona's fifth. Okay. So, so wow. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Dude, could, I could see. You'll have to tune back in when we do our bracket episode. I hate, I hate to say it, an early prediction. I just, I could see Kansas dropping. As a sixteen, or as a one, two a sixteen. 16. I wa- I gave him oh, an eye test. I, yeah. the only, don't get me wrong; they're obviously really good. I just, mm. yeah, he, yeah. The thing about that is, Bill Self just doesn't lose those games. He doesn't lose to those teams. No, dude, there was that streak there. They lost to fifteen seeds like two out of three years. Who they lose to? Uh, they lost to Detroit. I remember they, no, lost they to beat De- Detroit. They lost to. It was an who orange was team. Yes. Uh, I don't remember who it was. They also lost to in 2008. They lost to that uh, Northern Iowa team. Remember? Yeah, but Alfred that was in the Manesh. second round, and that and that team was good. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That was a bad loss. But Alfred Manesh hit that three. Yeah. There's one other. Yeah, they did. I know who you're talking about. They lost as a. Uh, they were an orange team. Yes. Campbell. No, they but they were like a school like that. They were they're definitely obviously not power five. They were small, but they beat them. Are you yeah. sure you're not thinking of Duke losing to the orange Lehigh? team? No. no. They lost to um I just had it in my head and I forgot it. Campbell? Is that he said? I said Campbell, but no, it wasn't Campbell. It was um mm, I'll remember it in a oh, sec. But Mercer. They lost to Mercer. They lost to Mercer. I don't remember that. I believe yeah, you. I that may have been back to back years when they lost to Lehigh and then Mercer. Mm. I I don't know. I could just see Kansas dropping. Yeah. To me, they're the weakest the, yeah. of the one seats. Houston is pretty good in those games. They just smoked. Houston also, dude. They have the they have the lineup for a national championship team. Like I watched them play Texas. I think they look awesome. Big thing with with Houston this year is they're playing good teams all year now. Yeah, they so, lost to in. There's a few. So they lost to Bucknell in 05. Bucknell, yeah. Bradley it was a 13 seed. They lost to them the next year. They lost to VCU as a they were an 11 seed, and then they lost to Stanford, who was a 10 seed, and they lost to Wichita State the year after. 
Okay, well, well never mind. Well, I don't know. I feel like I retract my statement. None of those are 15 seeds. Yeah. Uh, no, they're, they're but they've lost 13 a, and a 14. Well, I think if you make the tournament every year, his yeah, odds he, yeah. of losing those games yeah, are, go higher. Yeah. yeah. He's also won two national championships. I could just see, I just could see Kansas. I could see, I could see them bouncing. Yeah. I, th- I think I see them more bouncing like they did last year. As a, I think an eight, I think there might be two eight seeds beating a one seed. Purdue Eight won't lose again in this as a two of 16. Like I, the would, odds I actually hope they do, but I also hope they don't. That'd be so sad. Be so funny. It would be. <laughs> what if it's Farley Dixon, Dickinson again? I just wish like That'd FAU be. brought all those players back, but then like had a bad year and got in as a 16 seed. <laughs> That'd be the worst. <laughs> are they, play having, are they having a good year? They'll make the tournament, but they've lost some weird games. Yeah, they're like I think they're. Ranked. They'll win their conference, but yeah. I feel like Cinderella's only show up at the ball Everyone, once, yeah. you know. Yeah, this one's tough, though, because they have all their guys back, but it is different. Yeah. Um, All right, fast-forwarding Hogs play on Saturday against Mississippi State, who we were just talking about, kind of middle of the pack, 16-8 and overall. They It seems like they've kind of beat the teams they're supposed to beat, but haven't had, like, a huge win. I think they did have – I think they may have beaten – they beat Kentucky, or they beat Auburn. Yep, beat Auburn. Yeah, they beat Auburn and then beat the teams they were supposed to. They beat Tennessee as well. Mm. That's some good wins. Yeah. Mississippi State, that coach is, he has a style. He's very tough. Yeah. Like Hard. we played him when uh-huh. he was at New Mexico State. I would not want to play them in the tournament. Like yeah. first yeah. or second round. Like if they were a nine seed, I wouldn't want to play them as an eight seed. As far as our game goes Saturday, um, it's a way. So I don't see Musselman changing his strategy at all. So I think we will lose by 15 plus. That's my look ahead at the game. <laughs> you got any more analysis? <laughs> no, I, the only thing I was going to add is I, I'm not afraid because I think it's over anyway. But like I'm, I think Wednesday may have put that hammer down that just like, all right, this we're done, you know, yeah. with our players. Yeah, yeah. I agree because really the only game honestly, that, like, I am even halfway wanting to watch the rest of the season is, I mean, I guess at Kentucky, but then we play at Alabama, and both of those will most likely be losses. Yeah. I think right now this year, I the, the interesting thing I want to see is if we end up with a losing record or not. Dude, it's looking like we are. Like, I mean, we if play, we lose Saturday, we'll be 12 and 13. We play at Mississippi State and at a and I think both of those are losses, but then we play Missouri and Vanderbilt, so those are probably both wins. Okay, let's let's just talk let's just talk about this candidly. Is this the worst season of Arkansas basketball in the twenty two thousands? No. Record I think a lot of wise, people that it is. Pelfrey year in 08 or whatever, 09 was I don't think we had a losing record though. I I think we've had some losing SEC records. No, I'm talking about overall record though. Like we have not we're we're gonna be twelve and thirteen after Saturday, right? Or are we twelve and twelve and twelve, right now. yeah. Um, I, I think it's one of the worst, but I, my answer might be a little different. I think it's, it's bad because of the preseason hype. The expectations. I think if we came in here like unranked, you know, probably going to finish middle of the pack. I don't think anyone, I mean, I know people would be disappointed, but it would be a different level. Being preseason ranked 14th to this has been a, you know, and and the last three years specifically, couple of lead eights, sweet sixteen run, 
lot of hype, and then you have this, like just completely out of left field. Yeah, and it wasn't even 14. It was John, John who John Fanta is. It's like a oh, big yeah, basketball yeah. reporter. He picked us to win the national championship. Did was, he really? He was our pick. Okay, yeah. but what did Matt Norlander know? Remember we talked yeah, about this guy? He was, he was the he only was, one that was like, they're not even going to make the he, tournament. And we yeah. were like, who the heck is... Yeah, what do you think he was looking it. at? He, he, I mean, maybe I know, guys coming to him bring, next year. Yeah. yeah. Whatever he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, what he said was, and he's right, I guess, is we, we... And we've talked about this. We brought in guys that were all kind of the star, but not good enough to play, like, to be a good team. Yeah. A bunch of kind of like random pieces. It's just the team doesn't complement any. Like there's no like you can look at the last Jalen Williams team. You can look at these past three teams, and not that they're like perfect, but they just complemented one another so yeah. oh well. Mm-hmm. Like play they knew style. Their role. Yeah, they knew their role. Like here, yeah. It, it just it it seems I don't know. We just seem disjointed and yeah. Seems like we're trying to on offense, especially. This is going to sound ridiculous when I say it. We almost have too many people that we're trying to get to score. It's yeah. like, well, we need L to do this, and we need Caleb to get his shots, and we need Tremont Mark, and we need to get the ball into Graham. And it's like, yeah, okay, but they're all like we're bad. So like, you need to actually have less options. Like, think about the Jalen Williams team. It was mm-hmm. Jalen and JD. I would be curious. JD off the ball, Jalen pick and roll, and then he would facilitate. Facilitate. That was the yeah. offense entirely. This is a weird question. How many charges have we taken this year? <laughs> Probably not I one. I can't think of one. <laughs> okay, and I say that because, I mean, one, the obvious reason of like, we aren't taking charges, but two, I feel like that says more that we're just out of position. Way more. Huh. Well, the rules changed. Like, so the rules did change. But yes, I agree. Like Jalen Williams was unbelievably good at like anticipating and he was in the right spot he's always in the right spot so yeah that's i know that and i know the rules changed, i don't think we have one do we have one this year we probably have like five maybe i i can't think of one on the top of my head i think we had one in the oklahoma game i think caliph had one by like accident almost <laughs> i don't even think i mean i think he got Charles, ran over yeah yeah, yeah. Got ran, yeah i don't think they're that important i think it's more so just people getting out of position i feel like this year compared to previous years just way more pe- easier baskets and people out of position way more than usual. Yeah. I think I think that's the game you could look back on now knowing we're not good. It's like we should have caught it then. Yeah. What what game would y'all say is the game we're like, okay, we're it not should have been Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> Looking it could back. Be that game. It could be I think the UNCG game, I saw a lot of prop like some holes, but I also get UNCG was a they're a good they're a good they're good and we usually have one of those every year. Yeah, true. Like that that December cold non-con yeah. game, yeah. you know. I think Oklahoma was big. I think I know we won the game, but like Stanford's bad. Stanford's yeah. really bad, and we should have lost that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot now. Na- but hindsight, it was weird you know? though because then you go and you go and beat Duke. Yeah, then you go and beat Duke. You play Memphis well, who's at least yeah deep, decent. Yeah, I um, think I think it could be the Oklahoma game. Probably yeah. is because we always have that. Like a little drought at the beginning of SEC play, and you're like, oh, we'll bounce back. Yeah. And no, we should have. That, that. that or getting beat by Auburn by 40. Yeah. yeah I don't remember Musselman, even in our years that we were down, getting beat by 40. That's like, I don't remember that. Do y'all, did that happen? No, mm-hmm. I, not more than like once. That 40 is, 20 is a lot. Yeah. 40 is like you gave up. 
Yeah. Like they're objectively so much better than you and you gave up. Yeah, well, I think that's what happened Wednesday night too. Yeah. Well, just the amount. You've lost to Ole Miss by what, like 24? You've lost to Florida, who I know probably going to make the tournament, but you were down like 30 in that game, um, the Auburn game in last night. And that's that's yeah. four out of, what, 12, 13 games we've played? Yeah. So like a quarter of them. Uh, LSU lost to them by 20. Yeah. So um, there might be thinking I might be a, there might be another one I'm thinking of, but yeah. All right. All that being said, we'll go ahead and make our picks for Saturday. You've already said I we're gonna lose by 15 at least. Score That's, that was the, I was gonna say we're gonna lose 70 to 55. I'll give a score. Uh, 56 to 79. Wow, 23. Uh, I'm gonna say 71 63. Gonna be my final prediction. That we win. Who's going to play the best for us? Just kidding. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, man. I don't even know. Probably Traymon. You know the one bright spot that I have kind of liked watching the last three games? Who's gotten hot? Davenport? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, he's made his open shots now. He's making them yeah. now when it doesn't... I mean... <laughs> he's making them. You're right, you're right. What was he, 29% at one point? I think he's like 31 now. Nice. Sweet. Uh, Yeah, I think, I mean, if it's not Mark, I think you lose. Yeah, I mean, obviously the key will be to stop Tolu. He's a beast. Mitchell better get some playing time. Yeah. He's going to have to. Him and Lawson will have to. Does Layden play over under 12 minutes? He'll play over 12 minutes. I, I think, think under. I think under. I think Musselman's like, ah, oh, he's done. Which over. doesn't make any sense because I don't know what Devo gives us. I say I know un- what he takes. He takes a lot of money from us. I say under unless it's over like twenty points at halftime. Yeah, yeah. Which true. sounds like crazy, but it's not. Crazy. <laughs> it's it's not. happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. That wraps up this week's episode. Hawks play Saturday at one. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks for making it to the end of this episode of Hogball. And make sure to give us a follow on Twitter slash X at Hogball Podcast. Go Hawks.